1: Hey everybody, this is Michael Sweet of Striper, and you're listening to Cobras and Fire, and rock is not dead.
0: You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network featuring from Striper, a man not afraid to have a cigar once in a while, Michael Sweet. I'd like to welcome back to the program uh, Michael Sweet. Michael, uh, we spoke about a year ago. We had such a good chat. I really wanted to have you back on. Uh, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm just uh, prepping and packing for the uh, tour, the striper tour that's coming up.
0: Now, you got a lot of stuff going on right now, but uh, you, you mentioned the tour. Uh, real quick on that, uh, you mind if I ask how Oz is doing? You know what? Oz is doing
1: well. He's <clears throat> He's been on a, a special diet and taking care of himself. Uh, getting checked on a regular basis and he's in a good place right now i mean they're still keeping an eye on him um you know the spots that he had on his brain uh they felt were at the time inoperable and uh you know they didn't want to do a biopsy so they've just been keeping an eye on things and so far so good
0: uh and uh forgive me if this has already been covered a lot but is he back touring with you right now or
1: he is. Yeah. He okay. toured with us. He came, he went out and did the last run last year and, um, he's touring with us this time around. And, you know, we're just kind of counting our blessings each day. And, uh, hopefully it's going to keep going this way, you know?
0: Yeah. Right on all the best to him, obviously. Uh, thank you, man. Really appreciate that. Um, uh, <laughs> the stripers are barking on what you're calling the history tour. Uh, uh, do you want to explain that a little bit? Like what, uh, what do you mean by history?
1: Uh, actually, it's the history Tour. We're <laughs> opening for KISS. No, I'm only kidding. Um, it, I didn't
0: know you painted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what it is, it, basically, the history tour is it's it's giving people a better understanding of our history. So our all the songs and the bands and the music that we grew up with <clears throat> that kind of molded our lives, and not just ours, but the, many of the fans as well, you know, we're going to just kind of give people a glimpse of that and perform 10 or 11 covers, and then, of course, 10 or 11 classic Striper songs, the songs that we grew up with, the bands Judas Priest, Van Halen, you know, all these bands, and then we're mixing it up a little bit. We've got some surprises in there, maybe some unexpected songs people might not expect, and it's going to be a lot of fun, man.
0: And so that sounds like a pretty long show. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, maybe
1: it's It's, yeah people need to come early and expect to stay late bring sleeping bags it's a (laughs) six-hour set no (laughs) it's it's only it's probably going to be at most a two-hour set probably even a little less than that about an hour and 45 maybe uh there's going to be roughly 20 21 songs
0: yeah um you know, you, you mentioned history, and I, I thought of something that uh, I at least wanted to share with you. Uh, after we spoke last time, I got your book, and uh, and, and I'll confess, uh, Michael, one of the things that that I never really kind of bought into with Striper was I, I happened to know first, you know, hand how hard it is to put a band together where you just got four guys. Who are not only on the same page, but but able to do the job. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the absolutely. fact, and the fact that you guys were able to do that, and also all of you have have strong conviction to the faith. I was always skeptical on that. And, the, and you actually do a very good job in your book breaking down how that actually came to be. Uh, so for what it's worth, you've changed the skeptic's mind. I thought I'd share that with you.
1: Oh, uh, well, good, man. You know, writing a book, I learned the hard way. Writing a book is not easy.
0: <laughs> well, I think you did <laughs> it's a good really job. Tough.
1: Well, it's, it's tough because obviously, you know, you want to write from the heart and you want to be very open and honest. But at the same time, you don't want to be, or at least I don't want to be, Uh, you know, um, nasty uh, or, you know, I I don't want to just be a negative guy and, 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 you know, tear people apart like a lot of books do. And when you're telling a story and and other people are involved, you kind of have to have those other people in the story, you know? Uh, And not always is it a good story. So I did my best with that book, man. Uh, I tried really hard to keep it light and positive and encouraging and I'm glad to glad to hear that. It sounds like you might have enjoyed reading it. I oh, know. I did.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was well done. Well,
1: good. I'm happy to hear that. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. Wait till the next book. You're going to hate it. No, I'm uh,
0: yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, we were talking a little bit about the tour there. It's been over a year, if I got my math right, and it, it's okay if yep. I'm not. But Perry, uh, I, I assume everything's going well. Uh, how's he a good fit?
1: Yeah, man. Perry's a perfect fit. Um, he's amazing, and we love him. Uh, we're very blessed to have the guy in our band, uh, you know, and things just worked out. Firehouse lost him years <laughs> ago, and and we got him years later. And uh, it's always interesting to me how life uh, works itself out that way. But and he's a big striper fan, and we're a big Perry fan, and he's shown us pictures of him meeting us years ago when his band Max Warrior uh, opened for us. So way, way back, uh, it was actually CJ and Perry. They were in that band and here he is a part of Striper now. Incredible.
0: Plus he actually moves around on stage.
1: <laughs> you know what, man? Not only does Perry move around on stage, but he smiles. You know? He's he he, he yeah. makes it known he makes it known that he's really happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I caught you guys at um, oh, Grand Rock Timber and Hinkley last at the end of last summer, and that wasn't the first time I saw it with him. And him. it was it was great actually. I, I I thought it was kind of an upgrade uh, as far as the previous shows I had seen. But I well,
1: look, I'll tell you, it really is, and you know, nobody knows that better than us because we're we're playing with them yeah. and locking in with them, and you know, we can kind of from the stage really feel the machine working and. Perry is a solid player, man. You're not going to find a better player than Perry. And you're not going to find a better singer. If you if you want someone to sing and, and do those harmonies, you're not going to find a better guy
0: than Perry, man.
1: <laughs> He's got a really strong voice, uh, great pitch, <clears throat> great powerful vocal, great bassist, and he looks cool he's got his hair he's moving around he's smiling he adds a lot of energy to the show yeah and it's definitely an upgrade there's no doubt about it i mean he he's brought a lot to the table man he really has
0: yeah i can concur Yeah, you know, um I, I i witness here so um and you
1: know with with him with him being as good as he is he makes us want to work harder to be better if that makes any sense
0: of course it does yeah i think most people can relate to that so yeah when you, when you <laughs> show up and you're working with people that seem like they give a damn, it makes you kind of care. So
1: It really does, man. You go the extra distance and mile to, to make it work. And uh, not that we haven't always done that, but Perry's just kind of uh, took things to a new level and kind of set the bar. And uh, we love having a man. We're very blessed to have the guy in our band.
0: Mm, right on you know a couple times over the, it came up recently i know and i've seen it before but uh you've made some blabbermouth headlines with uh your comments about <laughs> producing a van halen record rather than dig into that i got a quick question why don't we talk what's your favorite van halen record man
1: <laughs> uh, i love early van halen everything with ross yeah and, uh, you know it is funny because in the blabbermouth uh, in the interview with blabbermouth i only talked about one two and women and children yeah And uh, that's not to disregard Fair Warning and Diver Down.
0: What about 1984?
1: Or 1984, of course. (laughs) Uh, Anything with Roth, I mean, my opinion is, uh, and trying really hard to set aside the fandom and the memories that go along with that, my opinion is that, uh, you know, the Van Halen, early Van Halen with Roth was the better Van Halen. And the reason why I say that is because of the energy and, you know, there was some kind of a fire lit under all of them, especially on those first three albums and tours that was undeniable. Sure. And, you know, yeah, Sammy's awesome. He's a legend. He's amazing. They sounded great. They had hits with Sammy and sold a ton of albums, not to take any of that away, but man, um, you know, I miss the old Van Halen and I personally believe that they're, while they're still alive, I don't care how old they are. Okay, yeah. If they can still play and sing, that they their best album still lies within them.
0: Sure, I think that's always been the underlying comment that that uh, gets glossed over with just a headline. But
1: yeah, of course. And and I was just speaking out of respect, nothing but respect for Van Halen. Okay, coming from me, you're never going to hear any disrespect. Uh, and and I felt like as a Producer, writer, singer, guitar player, it, 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 you know, that I would be a perfect candidate to <laughs> help make that happen. And for people to laugh at that, that's fine. You can laugh all you want, but it doesn't change the fact that it's
0: true. I like—I wasn't <laughs> laughing at you. I just love the confidence. I, 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 oh, yeah, man, i, I, I it's, it's
1: beyond confidence. I mean, I have a lot of confidence, but if I don't have the track record to back it up, sure. I got nothing.
0: And, and I think I have the track record. Well, I'd be down for it. Uh, did you like uh, a different kind of truth at all?
1: You know, not really. I mean, I, I I liked portions of it, and I respected the fact, like, okay, we're getting we're getting something rather than nothing. Sure, but I just felt like it was somewhat thrown together. It was old songs redone, and uh, people, yeah, it, people hadn't heard a lot of the material, and uh, I get that, and that's all great. We've done that with certain songs, but I. You know, it still didn't have that fire to it uh, that I'm referring to.
0: Yeah, I got you. I I I felt like the first listen was like a kind of a time warp, but it subsequent follow up listens, you know, it it starts to feel like it's missing something. But
1: and see, Eddie's the greatest rock player of all time. Yep. Uh, Alex still has it. Uh, Michael still has it. If if Michael's going to be involved on this hypothetical Michael Sweet producing Van Halen album. Uh, And then you got to give Roth credit too. people say Roth can't sing anymore. I don't agree with that. I totally 1 million percent disagree with that. I think Roth, when I hear Roth sing or talk through the songs, he still has his range. And he not only still has his range, but he still has his power. He doesn't sing the melodies, but it's still there. I think it's just a matter of not, I don't want to say retraining, but uh, you know, re-steering David in that direction to sing again like he used to. And it, I think he can. He he still has his voice. I love David. David. David's got more attitude and charisma than anyone ever to pick up a mic, you know? <laughs> no doubt there. Have you ever met so, him? You know what? I met David briefly. But he wouldn't remember it. It was in front of the forum. We were going to see Van Halen, and we met uh, Alex and Eddie and, and David. They were walking around the parking lot. Wow. Uh, and they were maybe having a smoke or whatever and going into the venue. And we met him briefly, and uh, I was a kid. I was young. Um, and then I met him again. He wouldn't remember this either, but he came pulling up to the troubadour on his bicycle. Uh, and this was back way back, okay, in like 19... 19-
2: 83
1: 82 oh, okay. 82 maybe yeah, this is way back and he, he uh, apparently lived nearby and he pulled up on his bicycle came in and had a few drinks and i went up and said hi to him and he said hi and that was it
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um well hey uh, a little gear i uh, will switch gears here a little bit uh with bohemian rhapsody in the dirt making all sorts of noise when exactly can we expect a striper biopic
1: well we're working on it man we're working we're we're working on a documentary a a very unique special documentary it's going to take us a couple years
0: at least to finish but that's why you're actually doing a documentary
1: yeah we started work on it already oh right Um, on but i mean it's the very first stages of it yeah i
0: I actually prefer documentary over biopics but
1: it's a documentary. I, I don't, it's not a biopic. We're not going to have actors portraying us and, and, and cheesing it out like that, you know? But uh, it, it's going to be cool, man. And uh, it, it, what we're going to do is lots of live footage and never before seen footage of the band. I'm talking way back when we were playing high schools. Uh, we're going to incorporate uh, some live footage. We're also going to incorporate a lot of uh, people whose lives have been changed through Striper uh, being interviewed. Cool. So people that you'll never expect. <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
0: Oh, so like people we, we people that are known, though.
1: People that are known, people that are not known. But, yeah, the people that are known, you'll watch and you'll say, I would never have thought that.
0: Um, Just a real quick touch <laughs> on Sweet and Lynch. Is that pretty much uh, kind of a done deal for now or is there more coming down the line, you think? <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I just talked to somebody in an interview. Uh, basically it comes down to, you know, we got uh, a certain amount of money to do the first few Uh and now the budget has dropped, uh, (laughs) considerably. And I'm one of those guys, I don't like to cut corners so much that it compromises the quality. Uh, and people will say, well, someone else could do it and produce it and, and, and do it for a lot less. To me, that's a compromise, you know? Um, I'm real picky about who's, who's behind the, uh, who's behind the wheel. Uh, and it's gotta be the right person, whether it's me or or someone else for that matter. But in order to do it right, it takes a certain amount of of money and effort and a way of doing things. And I just don't want to compromise it and go backwards. Uh, and then, you know, I don't know, George is pretty busy. He's got himself stretched out. Uh, I don't know if he's into doing another one. Um, and, you know, I don't see it in the foreseeable near future, but who knows? <laughs>
0: uh, but but we, for, uh, in, in more other, well, I don't know how to say it, you, Tracy Gunn said going forward that he's doing something with you that's going to be called Sunbomb. When can we expect something from that?
1: Tracy and I are working together. It's basically Tracy's, it's Tracy's album. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if I want to say it's a solo album, but I think it might be. Uh, with the name, with the name Sunbom, and then I'm singing on it. Uh, so uh, he asked me to sing on it. Now, it's funny because he sent me one song and and I loved it. And he said, "You want to sing it?" And I thought, "Oh yeah, dude, I'll sing one song, you know." And he goes, "No, the album." <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just thought, "Oh man, I, I wonder if I have time to do that." And it worked out. We were able to reschedule things and, and figure it out. And I'm singing the entire album, and it's going to be cool. It's it's going to be a really different side of Michael Sweet uh and i love tracy tracy's a talented guy a legendary guy and uh you know i've gotten to know him over the uh, the past few years and uh just a great dude man so uh, i'm thrilled to be
2: working with him
0: yeah i mean uh that definitely sounds something that i know a lot of our listeners would want to get into and i'm looking forward to it uh i mean i really enjoyed the sweet and ledge stuff so um any kind of kind of stuff like that i guess we're all just clamoring to get right now
1: well, man, I appreciate it. And, you know, I'm sure you already know about the solo album. There, there's um,
0: was there's well a solo going next.
1: <laughs> well, I, I just finished it, and just wrapped it up. It's being mastered now. As a matter of fact, when I get off the phone with you, I need to listen to the uh, new recall of the master. Okay. And it's it's really cool because I, I wanted to make it a little less Michael Swede or it slash Striper, so I brought in a different player for every song and every song has its own stamp and its own signature now but it all, some people might say well that won't work man because everything's going to sound so different, it's not going to flow and, and be you know, cohesive and whatnot but it is, it, it's very fluent and it flows beautifully and it all works everyone nailed it, I mean knocked it out of the park when it comes to guitar solos and I'm talking about guys like Jeff Loomis, Gus G, Andy James, Joel Holkstra, Marzi Montazari, uh, Ethan Broche, uh Rich Ward of Fozzy. Uh, oh, gosh. I've got uh, Tracy Guns. Uh, oh man, I'm missing a few. Mike Kerr. Uh, there, there's a different guy on every song, and I'm, I'm on a song. I'm playing a solo on two songs, actually, and then I'm playing all the rhythm guitars. But, man... I got Todd LaTorre on a track. We're doing a duet. Uh, it's a killer album, and I, I mean, I'm super excited for people to hear it. I can't wait.
0: You've actually been teasing a lot of the details as, as you've been recording it uh, on social media, <laughs> uh, which, which of course, I love. Um, it, it, am I getting the right vibe that this is going to be kind of a, a very much a hard rock metal kind of record?
1: Yeah, it's a hard rock metal album. It's a follow-up to One Sided War, if you heard that. Yep. Uh, but I think it might have a little, just a little more metal to it. Okay. Uh, with songs like better part of me and, uh, uh, son of man and lay it down. You know, those are, those are real, just metal, uh, priest, maiden esque kind of tunes. Cool. Uh, and, uh, I can't wait for people to hear it, man. Um, it's, it's an exciting time. And, uh, you know, it's the toughest part with making an album for me is being patient enough to wait for it to come out.
0: Yeah. I mean, when is that? Do we know yet? Or
1: Yeah, we were looking at June or July. We had to move it to August and, and now it's official. It's definitely going to be September. <laughs> and the reason reason for that is uh, we don't want to release the same time. Uh, a, a lot of other albums that okay. are in the same genre coming out. We want to set it up properly we want to do it right we don't want to just throw it out there and rush it you know no, i get it
0: uh it is it's called 10 is that right
1: it's called 10 because it's my 10th so um believe it or not and more important more importantly it's um uh the song the title track is based on the 10 commandments
0: okay uh so so there's you'll you be bringing some religious um overtones to the lyrics on this like you do with striper
1: yeah definitely i mean uh son of man you know todd and i are singing that and it's basically about uh, the second coming you know but it's done and it's not it's not done in a preachy way in a way that makes you go, oh man okay. you know, i don't want to hear this it's 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 done in a very relatable uh way and um i i can only say that because todd sang on it you know and todd's an atheist okay uh <laughs> and, and, and and todd didn't have any problems singing it and we talked about that and it's just the way the lyrics are presented. It's just done in a very, uh, a very relatable way. And that's the only way I can put it. And I think people are going to, are going to hear the album and go, wow. Okay. Uh, It's powerful, man. Cool. It really is.
0: I mean, you are who you are. I I think especially at this stage of your career, there really shouldn't be any need to, I don't know, explain too much more than that, you know?
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm never going to run from that or hide from that. People know who I am and, uh, you either accept it or reject it, or love it or hate it, and, and I get both sides of the fence, and that's fine. It's to and, be expected.
0: And it sounds like you enjoy a cigar once in a while. <laughs> I, I enjoy I Facebook. enjoy a few cigars, yeah. and I
1: enjoy a few glasses of bourbon, and I get holy hell for that.
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you
1: know, it, it, again, that's that's Michael Sweet, man. Accept me or not, and and that's fine. There, not everyone's going to accept that.
0: I'm all for that kind of attitude. I think it just makes for a happier life. If you just kind of just embrace at least who you are first, yeah, you're going to find that, that people are going to be more positive to you. You know, if, if you're real anyway.
1: Yeah. And it's just the path that I've chosen. I mean, I, you know, I'm in that, I'm in the middle. And, and 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 I know it. I wake up every day knowing it. And I just kind of go through it and down the path with a smile on my face. And I'm going to get uh, stones thrown from both sides. I just posted the other night, you know, about Game of Thrones like that was the best 90 minutes of TV I've ever seen. Yeah. And I had people saying, Yeah, I agree. And people saying, I can't believe you watch that show. <laughs> it's just the way it
0: is. Oh, man. I mean, I
1: could eat a candy bar and I get it from both sides.
0: Yeah, that might have been some of the stuff that got me out of church.
1: <laughs> well, but see, here's the thing I've, I've always reminded myself that my faith isn't put in the church.
0: Sure. I my faith
1: you. isn't put in man, my faith is put in God. Now, is God up there saying, I can't believe you're drinking a bourbon. Heck no. He might even be having a bourbon himself up there.
0: He's tweeting spoilers.
1: <laughs> I, I, exactly. This is the thing. People, Christians seem to get so caught up in their own little spiritual world that they fail to realize that there's a bigger picture. <laughs> uh, well, it drives me insane just as much as it does
0: you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, look, I get it. That's all I'm saying there. Um, looks like I'll, I'll be seeing you in Nashville this summer at Rock and Pod.
1: I will be there, man. I'm, I'm coming in. I, I believe Dave Ellison's going to be there as well.
0: I think he had to cancel with the Aussie tour being uh, they were going to open for Ozzy. Now his calendar is different, and uh, I think it was just recently announced that that date he ke- they're they're on they're playing somewhere. So
1: okay, okay. So who else is there? You know else oh is
0: man, there? I should have known you were going to nail me on this. Uh, well, the only person I care about is Michael Sweet, but no, there's uh Oh man, Chris Sinzak is going to shred me. I should have. <laughs>
1: uh, it's okay, man. It's all right. <laughs> well the, the fact that I'm a guest and I don't even know that's even worse.
0: Uh, well I've been there all three this will be the third year uh, and I've been there the previous two years. It's a blast. Uh, I know well, Yuri Vaughn cool, is gonna be there. he was there last year uh, I know um, awesome uh, God yeah I'm, I'm sorry I'm just drawing a blank and uh, well hey,
1: you know what I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope people come out. I'm going to be signing some autographs and I'm also I think going to be jamming a few songs. They have a jam on Friday night. I'm going to be doing a few songs for the band. So,
0: right really on. cool. Have you ever heard uh, that that band The Rock and Roll Residency? You know anything about them? I have not. No. They are um they were Gene Simmons touring band and now they they're doing Ace, but they were like a like a house band locally in Nashville. They are amazing.
1: Oh, good
0: man! There you go. Yeah, you're definitely going to enjoy playing with them. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to meeting you. Um, uh, Hopefully, we can find a couple minutes of time to talk to you there. But these things are kind of crazy, so we'll see how it goes.
1: You know what? I'm sure there'll be plenty of time to talk. We'll we'll uh, we'll find a corner, uh, you know, Friday night or or whenever whenever we can, and we'll we'll make it
0: happen. Right on, Michael. Um, As expected this was a pleasure i love having you on the show um you're welcome back anytime maybe sometime we'll just have you on we'll talk van halen we'll just break down every record <laughs> and <laughs> well, what you would I'll do different
1: you, <laughs> dude i'm a i'm a huge fan and you know i van halen was the band for me that changed it all yeah okay like Halford changed me as a vocalist when i heard i heard diamonds and rust live from unleashed in the east when i was in sophomore a uh, sophomore in high school for the first time, and I was like, "What the heck?" But Van Halen was what really changed it for me, and and made me uh, want to be a better uh, musician all around, you know. And it just it lit a fire under my under my butt, man. And uh, I think they're the greatest American rock band of all time. Some people argue that it's Aerosmith. Uh, some people argue that it's you know boston some people argue that it's whoever cheap trick you name any other american rock band but man if you if you were able to in a time machine put all those bands on a stage right now in their prime van halen would smoke them all yeah smoke them all
0: i'm not gonna argue with you
1: (laughs) oh yeah they would have they would have basically they were not the band you wanted to follow sure uh, you did not want to follow Van Halen in their prime.
0: <laughs> Ozzy can so, testify.
1: Uh, I think a lot of bands can. I know Boston yeah. played with them. Uh, Black Sabbath played with them. Journey played with them. And I think if you interviewed all those guys, they'd probably all say the same thing.
0: Right on. Michael, thank you so much for your time. All the best on the tour. This this stretch is not coming my way, so I'll catch you next time. But uh, uh, all, all right, the best brother. with everything, man. And I'll see you in Nashville, man. Yeah, right on, man. I'll buy buy you a a whiskey and a cigar.
1: Perfect. All right, man. There you go. Take care. God bless, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Excuse me. <laughs> hey,
0: Jason, Mike. Michael, here. how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Doesn't sound too good. I'm, I'm doing good, man. Okay.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.